talking about alliance on your device of choice. Hirsch and Ari are here for you to make sense of it all so you don't have to. Talking about alliance on your device of choice. Talking about alliance on your device of choice. Wow. Welcome back to Talking About Alliance, the one and only Alliance Recap Show podcast. I'm Ari, joined as always by Hirsch. Hello and welcome. Hey, Ari, how you doing? Uh, I'm just feeling, you know, a little bit drained from this season. I feel like it's take. It's just it, this happens. I feel like, you know, once a season where we get on a podcast and we're just like exasperated. Yeah, it's, is- it, it feels a little bit darker this time and just overall a little bit worse there, there, there does always seem to be kind of a a hump that you have to get over um um as a player as a as a viewer and i think we've definitely we've definitely hit that hump uh in this season for sure uh, yeah i mean i i think it will get better and more entertaining i mean we still are in this point where you know, tribals tonight. I have no idea who's going to go. Uh, I have no idea who really would be a front runner for a winner. Um, so there's definitely intrigue there. It's just cl- there's just a cloud hanging over everything in the game for the last few days. Yeah, um, you know, final nine and final eight in any normal you know any normal season is when some interesting stuff happens. Um, I myself have been taken out at a final eight in a, in an org. Um, thanks to some, some, uh, from, uh, friends and, uh, and you know, it's, it's, it's when interesting boots, it's when contenders go. Um, and I think it's likely that we could see it. We might see a contender go here, but it's, and yeah. And like you said, once this is, once they're past this vote, um, I'm not really sure where the game stands at this point. Um, and I'm not even sure the players really have much of a of a notion as to where things might be headed. It's uh, it's an interesting time to be in alliance for sure. Yeah. Um, well, so we left off. I think I can't remember if we talked right before or after this Benjamin vote. Um, and also, we can't talk about Ponderosa where. Uh, but you know, in terms of the aftermath of that. Um, we kind of see everyone come together a bit um, with that sort of being an expected vote that somehow everyone was able to go along with. I always think it's funny when there's a unanimous vote at this point in the game, or it wasn't unanimous. Um, so interestingly, Bird and Bramblecat both voted for Steph, who doesn't seem to suspect that at all. Um, and then Spenceman voted for Choco Beans, but... Um, yeah, I mean, Steph is sort of fairly, you know, I think didn't suspect that she saw her name twice. Didn't seem to react to that at all. Steph is playing a, I don't know, I don't know if I can think of it a, of a real life survivor type uh, player to compare her to. Um, she is one of the most low key players I've ever seen in this org to have gotten as far as she has. And kudos to her. I mean, no one really looks at her as a threat. Um, and it doesn't really look like anybody 
talks too much strategy with her, um, but she sure does talk and, and, and they talk to her. Um, it's hard to get a pin on Steph. Uh, she is, uh, she's unique and, and, and fun. And um, at the, if, if nothing else, you can just, you know, disengage from every, all the other craziness in the game and go and read a Steph DM and, you know, learn a little bit about dealing legalized, you know, selling legalized pot and just chilling. <laughs> uh, I, um, I think, I guess Keith and Ale comes to mind. Um, I think, you know, there's definitely players in earlier seasons who were just kind of there, um, you know, just around, um, not necessarily engaging with those sides of the game. I, I'm curious, though, if you if you still have sort of that Keith moment that just sort of ends up impacting the game, um, you know, that stick to the plan tribal, if there's something like that, or if it's just going to be more of what we've seen so far. I would guess it'd be, I, I would guess that uh, even after seeing her name on, I guess, more than one occasion, um, she still has not negative, you know, any kind of negative reaction. Um, I, I have no reason to believe she's going to change up her style in any way, shape or form. And it's funny that you mentioned Keith, because I always thought that if Keith could somehow get to a final tribal, that there might have been a chance. I think, I think people have said be, that. Yeah, I mean, if he had actually gotten to final tribal, there might have been a chance, if he's sitting with the right people, that he would have won um, in either of his seasons. So uh, there's no reason to think that Steph couldn't win if she's sitting with the right people. Yeah, I mean, I, there's definitely, I definitely see scenarios where it's something like Bird at the end and all the people on the jury who they've burned along the way. And uh, I'm not sure who the third option would be that wouldn't draw votes, but... I mean, it's crazier things could happen. Yeah. Um, so I always think it's interesting at this point in the game when there's such a consensus vote, essentially unanimous, because there's no way, like, unless it's someone who's, you know, toxic to the game or just that people don't want to have around, and Spenceman very much was not that in any way, you know, there's no way that a vote can benefit everyone's positioning. So either you're going along with something that isn't helping you, um, or you're help you're help, you're helping someone else, and even if you don't have a, as much of a say in it, and um, I kind of think that's what's happening here. Um, I don't, but it's hard to see exactly who's giving up positioning with that vote. I think Bird and you know Darcy a bit did solidify some alliances <coughs> across different lines. Um, yeah, just, just a weird situation all around that everyone was able to go along with this. Yeah, I mean, the one thing, I mean, it was, maybe there's some fringe benefits for the likes of Bird and Darcy, but um, if, if nothing else, Spin was, I believe, 100% in with, with Euphoria, the original Euphoria. Um, and, and, and so they may have gotten some benefit from it, but they lost a number. They lost like a guaranteed person who would have vote with them um, all the way through. And, and that just doesn't make a lot of, that's, that's a huge thing to lose at this point in the game. Uh, yeah. Um, I mean, anything else to say about this vote? No, I mean, spin, I don't know was ever going to be a serious contender, but um, he was, he was, he was a nice, seemed like a nice guy. Um, and, uh, got woefully misled by his uh 
by his alliance. And, uh, you know, he's not the first and he won't be the last. Yeah, um, it was definitely a tough scenario he ended up in. Um, so I guess we have to dive into this round of voting. We started with an off day and uh, it was definitely quieter around um, or I guess it was after right after tribal vote before that we had uh, the four Euphoria members, uh, Bird, Darcy, Jordan, and Maddie, meeting up in Euphoria to pass over some things with the Alliance. And I think this kind of set in motion everything for the next few days. Oh, Jesus, the longest, the longest four days. Um, yeah, it was, it was basically just a, a sesh, it seemed like, for uh, Jordan in, uh, in the best of... Uh, what was what was the uh what was the the Seinfeld thing uh George's father's uh, holiday celebration the airing of grievances yes <laughs> what the holiday was called but yes this was just basically an opportunity for Jordan to uh air her grievances with Darcy while Bird and 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 Maddie stood around and was and were like oh fuck uh, <laughs> So, yeah, I mean, just like is it was it was supposed to be like a it seemed like it was supposed to be a strat session, you know, to talk and kind of get on the same page, and it just ended up being more of uh, Jordan complaining to to Darcy uh, because Bird dared to be friends with Darcy as well as with her, and um. So yeah, it became a uh, it became an airing of the grievances, um, and uh, it was just more of the same nonsense we we'd seen before. Uh, yeah, and uh, the weird part about at least that specific encounter that sort of stood out to me, and not to make it too personal, but you know the DM between Burr and Darcy as that was going on in the immediate aftermath. You know, Burr is trying to play both sides and keep them intact when it's very clearly not going to work anymore and it just felt really weird darcy being like you know you you know i feel really uncomfortable with it i don't think i can work with her anymore and instead of bird being like okay let's try to figure something out or like i support you it was a lot of it, it was it was like didn't quite get that far it was like oh you know it'll be okay i love you we'll be fine it, it, it was a whole bunch of just shoulder padding. Yeah. And it, Oh, you'll be okay. Don't worry about it. And it's been the pattern with bird and Darcy, this entire game bird has just let Darcy be attacked um, first by Taylor and then repeatedly by Jordan and has done very little to defend Darcy who, with whom, you know, she had an, you know, a quote unquote, you know, a record-breaking DM going with for, for the longest time. Um, and uh, it just, it's just so bizarre to me that, uh, that for someone that she professes to be so close to, that they profess to be so close to, that Bird would let Darcy just flounder like that and, and, and be attacked. I don't get it. Yeah, and I think we've seen confessionals earlier that they think Darcy... It's going to be tricky at the end, or they're somehow going to have to get them out. I feel like Bird's 
only goal at this point should be get to the end and hope that the jury, you know, because uh, the way that they've dominated so much, I think them sitting at the end, you know, unless the jury's just really mad, should be fine. And they should not be worried about who they're getting with. And Darcy is someone who they can rely on, ride or die, 100%. And skipping ahead a bit into how things are playing out, it looks like they're getting ready to jump ship already on her and yeah. go with Jordan. I I don't get it. It's one of the more unique um, and as a viewer disturbing uh, relationships to have seen and in, 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 in all the time I've been watching Alliance, I've never felt as awkward or as uncomfortable reading a DM channel as I have for the last, you know, several days reading Jordan and bird. And, uh, and I know I'm not alone in that, you know, um, that seems to be a, a very, very uh, prevalent opinion in the lounge for sh- for sure. And, and, and I know from you, you personally as well. Yeah. Um, it's, it's been rough and it's been a pretty uncomfortable at times in a ways that, we haven't, you know, I don't know how we've rarely seen at this level. Um, and, you know, at this one time, you don't want to blame Bird for going along with someone who seems like a, is mistreating them. But at the same time, they're not being there defending their best ally. And I think that is harder to see. Yeah, that is. Um, well, let me ask you this, you know, and, and if this is getting too personal, you know, you certainly feel free to say um, but as as a friend of birds, to both see them being treated like this and to see them kind of neglecting somebody else in, in, in a certain way, I mean, where does that put you? I mean, you, you've been more vocal about Jordan than just about any other player I've seen you talk about in, in the entire you know, time we've been doing this since, and since we played together. I mean, like, where's your head at? What, what, what are you thinking? I mean, so it's tough. Like, we see this all the time where someone's doing something that doesn't look good, you know, and you just want to, like, say, like, hey, you know, and because you're so into the game, you can't, it's hard to step back and really see what's going on. And, you know, we would just want to go to them and be like, hey, this is messed up. You should, you know, look at it, look at this. And when you can't do that, I think that really adds to, the stress of things and you know and you know it, it makes it tough for someone to going through this and i think we always see a lot of emotions come out right at the end of the game and this season is definitely gonna be no different than that oh god yeah um yeah i uh the the likes of bird dorsey and jordan especially are gonna have a lot to uh process when it's all said and done um, depending on how deep a dive they take into the lounge, um, into the other DMs, uh, finding out stuff that was said amongst the three of them about each other, and uh, it's gonna be uh, it's gonna be rough. Um, well, so that brings uh, oh oh, I almost forgot we have touchy subjects. Um, how could you forget touchy subjects? <laughs> that sort of bird. Even even more into action. Um, yeah, I mean, same as usual. Um, some, uh, something that stood out to me: uh, all eight people chose Bird for both who is in control of this game, um, 
And I believe for who is the biggest threat in the game or with that, or no, so six people chose bird for who do you not want to be with at final tribal council. Um, whereas Jordan gets who thinks they're safe but are not with three points, uh, two points for most likely to stab you in the back, tied with Court and Darcy, uh, two points for mistakenly thinks they're in control of the game, and four points for most chaotic. Um, couple of what what stood out to you from the results? Well, here's the thing: like, of I'm I'm the type of person who. I think in the in the three I've played the two or you know three games I've played, there were two touchy, touchy subjects. Or I only made it to touchy subjects twice. Um, and the thing I've learned is that you should never take anything too seriously in touchy subjects because there is, I think, um, some people do utilize some strategy. Um, maybe this group was just being completely honest. <clears throat> the things that stand out to me are. I would be like worried if I were bird because those were such an overwhelming majority. Whereas with Jordan's answers, it was like a, a plurality, you know, I mean, it was, it wasn't even a majority of the group. It was three. And the one thing that, um, that Jordan just couldn't seem to wrap her head around or couldn't, didn't realize was that the answers at the end weren't the person's answers. They were what, like if bird said something like, her bird's answer in the second round was not what bird thought. It was what bird thought the majority would say. And then Jordan spun it as to saying, well, you said I wasn't the most trusted um, and, or whatever. And I'm like, and I'm, and you know, and here in the viewers lounge, it's like, no, that's what the majority would say. It's not what bird would say, but then Jordan's throwing out these accusations and bird is not responding properly. Um, and of course, you know, Jordan reacted negatively and bird, I think realized just how big of a, of a threat she really is because of uh, those answers where she was the, the huge majority winner. Um, and uh, so, yeah, I, you shouldn't, we've, we've seen some people react negatively to touchy subjects. Um, like La Forza in, uh, in, um, in Mojo Desert, um, but I don't know if we've seen anyone react quite as strongly as Jordan did here. Um, yeah. Uh, well, so while all this is going on, you know, Darcy decides that she's not working with that alliance anymore and starts talking to. I think she goes first to Bramble Cat and then quickly you know, whacks her in Shopo Beans and Court somewhat as well, um, saying she wants to work with them uh, and. You know, how have you kind of seen their reaction and do you think that, that they have the right re reaction? Uh, I think Mirth did exactly what they needed to do to uh, secure uh, to secure that loyalty from Darcy. Um, and Darcy was pretty uh, savvy and it showed a lot of game vision for her to go first to Bramble. I mean, um, realizing that Bramble was kind of the, the, the cohesive force behind uh, euphoria i mean or behind mirth it doesn't it doesn't sound like mirth anyone in mirth has ever thought for even half a second that they needed to get rid of bramble um except for smm and he's gone so th that doesn't matter um and realizing that they were still behind the numbers even despite having just voted out spin mirth uh 
Mirth took that and ran um, just by engaging with Darcy as, as a human and, and talking to her and letting her say, you know, get it out what her problems with Jordan were and what her problems with Taylor had been. Um, and they listened to her. Um, and that's one of the things that um, Mirth had done and, and maybe kind of a, uh, just a, a, a benefit of, of them having to have voted out so many people that the people that were left were really tight um, and, you know, and, and could trust that what she was saying to them, you know, and they, they could talk to each other and go, oh, is Darcy saying this to you? Because this is what she's saying to me. And their communication um, back and forth basically confirmed that Darcy was, it seemed like was being legitimate. So they, I think, I thought Darcy handled it well. And I thought everyone on Mirth just kind of did what they needed to do and played their parts as well. Um, well, so I, I thought it was a little bit weird the way Darcy had the introductions where she was like, I don't going to tell you who, but there's someone here making me feel left out and someone else is part of this four person group. And it's like, everyone knows why are, are you hiding this at this point? Yeah. Um, she was, she was being a bit coy unnecessarily. So yeah. But I think, I think she went about it, or I think the mirth responded about as good as they can. You know, you can never really trust someone in that. Um, it, but I think that, you know, at the same time, you sort of have to in their position, given the numbers. And, you know, you take that, and I think they've done a good job, you know, bringing her in saying, and saying, you know, and almost in a way that Bert hasn't saying, you, you know, we support you. And can help you with this um and there's been some talk about maybe flipping the vote onto bird instead we'll see if that gets anywhere yeah if that's going to get any traction they need to do it today um and i don't know that it will but uh it, it's it's uh i don't know if it was bramble or beans who first kind of had that notion or, or at least they i think it was those two that were really talking about it and uh, and not gonna lie that would be a great move. Um, I couldn't be mad at that because I mean, if you got to, if, if, if you see that that other group is a bit divided and fractured and not even really talking amongst themselves and, and not agreeing on what, what they're going to do, um, you got to figure their votes are going to be split. And if you just vote solid, if those four just, if they just all voted solid as what is it, the four, they could probably get it done with just four votes. <laughs> Also, back to the subtext, um, Darcy, you know, if the bird comes in last place with 29 points, um, I think everyone kind of called out, like, hey, you expect us to believe that you just finished in last place and you don't know these things. Uh, I think they might have said in there in somewhere that they just put themselves for every answer. Um, did not do the best job of hiding anything with that. Nope. Um, and Darcy comes out on top. And as a reward, gets a hot air balloon um, and gets to pick two people. And she ends up picking Bramble Cat and Bird. Uh, what did you make of that decision? I, I think it seems like a sort of a missed opportunity, but I'm not sure who the right ones would have been. Yeah, um, it's a good question. I mean, as far as like taking Bramble, it kind of solidifies what she's trying to do there with uh, with the mirth people um and maybe with bird um it kind of uh it's kind of a last ditch effort 
to um, salvage things with her, uh, with, the, with, with them. And um, so I'm not, I'm not, I'm not sure who Darcy could have or should have cho otherwise chosen. Um, I, so I do think it would have been smart to have Steph as one of those picks if you really want to solidify an alliance. Um, in terms of picking Bramble, that I mean, that shows to anyone that they're working together yeah. um, and isn't really hiding that. I think at this point, that's fully out. I think if she had maybe gone with like Waxler instead, uh, maybe she could have played it off as, you know, oh, we just wanted to, just wanted to chat. Um, well, yeah, you know what? The Maybe the two smarter plays would have been to grab the people who seem to be quote unquote the easy next votes from each tribe. So if she had taken, say, Steph and Court. Yeah, she, but is, is that too obvious at that point? I don't know, but it could have been, those three could have at that moment made a very solid yes. um, little uh, inner group within whichever group ends up in power. Um, and yeah, I don't know. It's uh, that's, that's always a tough, that's always a tough position to be put in. And and um, by picking Bird, uh, you know she put Bird in, a, and yet another sticky situation where another conversation was going to be had immediately before Bird went on the on the balloon, and then they had to have a conversation with Jordan that had you know some serious uh, you know repercussions. Uh -huh. Yeah, uh, so this um, ends up being similar to the spa reward in Dark Forest. Um, I can't remember the exact advantage that was given out there, uh, but you know, two hours into the trip, um, I think I think it was confirmed that this was automatic. It pops up an audio clip that says "use this command," and uh, it's a immunity blessing with all three people agreeing. Um, and they give it to Darcy, which I think was pretty much the only choice that they could have got. And they danced around that for too long, it seems like. Um, and there was, well, I th yeah, and they had to vote in their channel. And, you know, of course, when you're doing that, there might be, you know, there might be a, a possibility that one of the persons doesn't follow through. But just from reading DMs and, and you know, and, and lack of anything said to the contrary in confessionals, Bird has confirmed that they gave it to Darcy, and I think Bramble may have done as the same, or hasn't said otherwise. I'd be surprised if it yeah. if it wasn't. Yeah. Um, so jumping ahead, so just to jump ahead a bit though, this would have been, you know, I think the idea was Jordan is going to get whoever, which is probably just Maddie to vote against Darcy. Uh, and then Maddie was trying to slide into the DMs quite unsuccessfully and <laughs> sloppily um, until this morning when Bird decides to tell Jordan all about this and wants to take their side, wants to take her side. And that's just, it continues the uncomfortableness of, you know, why does she keep wanting to throw Darcy? Or why does Bird want to keep throw Darcy? Why do they want Darcy under the bus that much? You know, why are you throwing away this? great ally <laughs> <coughs> it's a mystery uh to everybody and it's one that um hopefully bird will explain once they have the opportunity to the lounge um assuming they want to have anything to do with this once this is all over uh 
I'm almost sad that it didn't happen, that the big reveal didn't happen at Tribal. I would have, just for uh, just for the memes, I would have loved to have seen how Darcy and Maddie reacted to realizing that they couldn't vote for who they wanted to there going into Tribal at, at the very beginning of Tribal and have to scramble to come up with an alternative plan. That might have been fun, um, but maybe it's just better for everyone's health that Bird said something and, and gave Jordan the, uh, you know, a few hours to, uh, to, to get over it. I don't know. Yeah. Um, so um, after that was the uh, immunity challenge. This was bumper balls. Um, I tested that trash. I can't remember if you were there for it. I didn't um, get to test it, but yeah. yeah I can't, it's I can't, just I can't. sort of a chaotic, you know, you jump around, try to guess where people are going, and basically everyone runs into each other and bounces all over the place. Um, I didn't get to watch this as it happened. Um, Bramble Cat ultimately wins. What, what did you see from this, or were you on for it? I was not able to be on for it. I was at my friend's house but um, and watching movies, but I was getting some great... Uh, some great commentary in a DM with Kat who was going on about it. And, uh, and just from what people were saying in the viewers lounge, it seemed like it was a very, uh, very contested affair, very competitive. Um, what happened? Uh, I think bird went out early um, and it quickly became apparent that um, Jordan and Matt were, uh, were doing well. And that was a, a, a great concern to uh the players who were targeting them and Darcy and whatnot. And, and at some point, yeah, it comes down to Bramble, Darcy and Maddie. Um, and it would have been, it would have been very bad for everybody if uh, Darcy or, or Maddie had the, um, had one because uh, Jordan had been given the other half of uh, her idol by Bird, So they would have both been immune. And uh, that would have maybe held, maybe that would have been better considering the memes, but um, yeah, it, it seemed like it was very, very competitive and, and a lot of fun. Uh, I wish I'd gotten to, wa gotten to watch it live, but uh, yeah, go figure. Um, yeah, so Bramblecat with immunity probably doesn't change anyone's plans all that much. Um, it does. It is her second immunity win though. Um, and yeah. that someone like a Waxler or a Beans is going to start noticing that and realize, oh, we might not win if we're sitting there at the end with Bramble. Um, depending on how invested they are in winning and actually, you know, having a shot there at final tribal council, um, two maybe not, two maybe not too many, but it's close. And uh, especially when you consider the game that everybody knows Bramble has played. So... Yeah, uh, well, so that kind of brings us towards Tribal, and uh, also, I mean, you brought up Forza, and that's basically the biggest comparison. Uh, you know, you have Jordan telling anyone who will listen, which is, or just going to everyone, even if they won't listen, saying, I, this is my last day here, everyone's voting me out, oh no, I'm so sad, there's nothing I can do about it. She has an idol, and says she wants to play it for Maddie. Um, I don't know. I mean, this just reminds me of that situation. And the thing I always found funny about, you know, when I was there to draw that comparison was I was the one that was voted 
you know, person most biggest threat in the game, most likely to blindside you, person you most or most likely to stab you in the back, person you want to blindside. And I was like, all right, well, that's kind of how we are. And and that's the case. Forza, I think, was voted like most likely to eat at Mojo King. <laughs> and that was sort of what sent him spiraling out. He was he was upset. He was more upset about the stuff that he didn't get. Um like he wasn't voted most like funniest. He was he took it personal that Cat got voted funniest and not him. Um to the point where he was like insulting towards her. Um sorry Cat, we talked about this earlier. I, you know, um and uh and I, think, and I, and I, I can't remember exactly, but I think I did put Cat for funniest because that was right after that might I think that was right after we had gotten the kittens in the outpost, which was some of the most fun I had had in the game. Oh yeah. Um, and, uh, you know, and, and I'm like, and yeah, he, that just kind of sent him into some just self-defeating spiral. I mean, he was maybe not in the best headspace, um, because of personal issues going on in his life. Um, of course we won't talk about that here, but, um, but yeah, it affected his gameplay. Um, and, and it, I, and I think you after, was that, was that immunity and you won it, right? Uh, that was a reward, and I think I finished second or third. Okay, and then the um, I then I the... so I remember going in. Uh, this is irrelevant actually, but I thought it was going to be you know the one from Discordia, where it was like the cut the rope of the person you want after you get a question right. And I figured if it was immunity, everyone was going to cut my rope immediately, and I'd be out. Yeah, but um, but yeah, it, it really spiraled him, and uh, and it kind of it, that's basically what started his. Uh, his downward, uh, his downward uh, trend towards uh, basically uh, yeeting himself out of the game um, to the point where he tries to vote for himself a tribal, and and Ryan won't let him, so he just doesn't vote. Instead of getting in that one last shot on on, on Ari, even if he couldn't vote for you. <laughs> well, yeah, uh, yeah, and I mean that's kind of where Jordan seems to be at that they aren't going to quit. You know, they're just going to take up everyone's time and whine about it on the way out. And, you know, this is something that Spencer has also kind of said in the lounge, but like, I, I just am not a fan of this whole charade, you know, you're not, it's not falling on the sword for your ally. And, the, you know, and Forza went through that same thing. It's, you know, you're just trying to avoid taking responsibility for the fact that you played yourself out of the game and kind of brought, and, and Jordan's case, especially kind of dragged her ally down with her. Yeah, Bird is going to have Bird and Maddie. Well, I was referring to Maddie, if, especially if she plays yeah. an idol on him, and he doesn't really have anyone else to turn to at this point. Yeah, Maddie is Maddie's going to have to really recoup, um, and he's not going to be able to like. I don't think he's going to be able to like throw Bird under the bus because Bird might be the only person. Um, they might be the only person who who'd be willing to work with Maddie at this point, and um, and he's not going to have the numbers to get you know, probably any kind of, uh, action going on, on Bramble or a Waxler or, you know, or, or someone like that. So Maddie's gonna have to recoup somehow. Uh, oh, and the one other thing I almost forgot was Waxler finding the idol and also not telling anyone, which I mean, good for him, but I think given the situation he's in, you know, people like Chaco are already suspicious of him he gets up to play that idol at any point and he hasn't told them about it they're going to be like why did you know she's been searching 
nonstop for the day since, you know, she's going to be like, why didn't you tell me about this? I thought, you know, and they're not going to trust him. I think, no. I think that's going to be a problem. It is. I, I'm, I'm trying to think of the, the, the course of events here. Court got the key card in her box. Um, and this was after Wax had already figured out the, the, the code from adding up the high scores. So Wax had been in once when by the time Court got the box, Court goes in. Um, Wax realizes he can't go in with her because the key card only works for Court. Uh, and then he finally figures out some way to kind of write off, oh, I finally uh, added up the scores and, and I got this code and now I can go in there with you. So they were working it together. And, um, and then they introduced, uh, I think, Chaco into the situation, Beans. And, and then Court kind of fell off for a little while doing any real hunting. And then Chaco, Beans, and Wax started working pretty heavy on it. And they finally put together the fact that um, if you start going through the mirth and euphoria subchannels and investigating uh, what all is there from the um, from the old channels, uh, basically all this all the subchannels from original mirth and euphoria were folded into one subchannel, um, um, and it was called after the original tribe name. And there had been changes to some of the command responses that had been bolded to match the switches up down middle in the um in the lab and i think beans realized that pointed it out um and then wax realized he probably seen a few other boldface words so they start going around um beans kind of took a back seat because she had only seen labels once and then never looked for it again um and wax ran with it um wax pulled a lola on an ap or kind of like what rdt did to dano last season where he let Dano be like one or two audio tracks behind the whole time while he was, you know, working his way ever, ever closer. And, <laughs> um, and then I think the big mistake that Wax made once he secured the idol, finally had it after getting, finding all the bold faced up, down middles and putting them in the right order, he stopped looking entirely. And, you know, and, and after last night, you know, I looked last night and beans is still looking, like you said, but Beans has got to be thinking, hold on, wait a minute. Why isn't Wax looking anymore? Yeah. I was, and, I, and I'm like, and like you said, that's just like, Wax's problem this whole game was like the closest person he's been to really was SMM. And SMM didn't even fully trust him. And he, and he hasn't made that connection. Um, this is probably going to upset a fan of ours, but... The, Wax is reminding me a little bit of Stark and that Stark was really reticent to, to trust anybody. Um, and then finally KT pulls him in when KT literally has no one else. And, uh, you know, and he worked with her for a little while and then he finally get, got booted. Um, but uh, yeah, he's, um, I mean, he thought he was, you know, so I don't know. I mean, that that's a decent comparison, but he had an opportunity here to make a really solid connection with beans and with uh, court and he kind of blew it. Yeah. And I, I think especially when they're already a little bit suspicious of him, it, it's going it, to, you know, there can the only, you know, there's four in that alliance right now. There's three spots at final tribal that might cost him down the road if, if they are going further in the game. Uh, also, I guess that brings us to tribal council and, 
you know, it's it's this evening. We still have a bit of a ways to go. But there's, as far as I can tell, is not any plan set in stone. Um, as we're about seven hours away as we're recording right now. And I just don't have any, I, I don't know where this is going to go. Is Court going to, or is Jordan going to play the idol on Maddie and let herself get voted out? Is she going to play it on herself? And are the, is the other side going to split? Or is Bird going to vote with them? And are they going to take out, is that going to take out someone like Taco Beans? Or is Wax their, you know, are we going to see a double idol play and everything nullified? They, I have no yeah. idea. And I don't really want to know. Well, there's a, there's a potential for four people to be immune between Darcy's immunity blessing, Jordan's hidden immunity idol, Waxler's hidden immunity idol, and Bramble's individual immunity from the challenge win. Um, I mean, I, I could see like if Jordan plays her idol on Maddie, I can see Wax holding on to his. Um, if she plays it on herself, all bets are off because there's no telling. Um, yeah, like you said, there's really no telling where this vote is going, and I'm, I'm not even sure they know. I mean, I could see, honestly, Jordan trying to get every single person to vote for her, thinking that, you know, and having told anybody who will listen that she's going to play the idol on Maddie and then for her to play the idol on herself and being like the one person to determine who gets hope. The only, uh, the only legal vote in the, you know, <clears throat> in the game. And I want to, I mean, I could see her turning on bird. I, I don't know what she, what she's, she's saying what she's going to do, but I could totally see her at the last minute choosing to play that idol on herself. Yeah. I mean, I think Spencer might be on it when he's saying, you know, all she wants is to, you know, and she's brought it up this game, how she is loyal and wants to protect her ally. She plays the idol on Maddie, gets voted out herself. She can be the hero of her own story and tell herself that she was protecting her ally at all costs when really she could have played it on herself and gotten someone else out, kept everyone in the game and in the process, not tanked her alliance. But uh, I don't know. We'll see. Yeah, it, I think it that's will about be, all I have for this. Yeah, it will be at the very least interesting to see. This could be one of the most, uh, this could be a very dynamic tribal council or it could just be over in 20 minutes and with uh, with Jordan hitting, um, hitting Ponderosa and just burning it to the ground. Um, <laughs> she's going to have a shovel and she's going to be digging holes and burying as many people as she can. Uh, all right. I think that anything else you wanted to mention for this? I think I'm good. All right. So I have a quick game for us to run through. I'm bringing back Dump of the Hearse, everyone's favorite trivia game. Um, oh, the theme for today is Advantage Commands in honor of Waxler finding his idol um, with the final, what was the final command? Let me see if I can pull this up. Um, it was uh, um, uh, uh, some combination of the words from the different, as up, middle, up, down, down, up, middle. 
being the command and sometimes it's that and sometimes it's something more simple so i'm curious how and i'm very curious how much of these you'll be able to remember um i have them stored in from what i think is easiest to hardest um so we'll start with discordia the first two idols found in the game uh do you remember the command i think it was as um i think it was as simple as dig it was not dig uh what was it? Do you have one more guess? Was it idle? It was no idle pulled up the other response. It was search. And Rush and GD both found an idle. Uh, I think on their first try, it was like a one in 25 chance. And yeah, it was just a different time when, you know, you didn't know that commands were going to be a thing. You had to look at the bots and say, maybe this is something. And that was sort of fun. Yeah, that's, uh, I, yeah, that that was uh, you had to figure they were in the game somehow. Um, I had an idea of the how the mechanic would be for for that. You know, like maybe adding a uh, kind of like the Easter egg hunt that Clev and a few people had done in the FML server. And, yeah, and that was like right before, wasn't it? Yeah, I was thinking they'd have to like go through old comments to find uh, the 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 old uh, message that had had the uh, an idle emoji added to it. But no, it was uh, far more clever than that. Uh, yeah, and I think I remember being in the viewers' lounge at the start, you know, playing with all the bots, and Orion was just like, "Stop! <laughs> You're gonna break it all." Um, so in Dark Forest, we have um, one of the first, or maybe the first, and maybe only disadvantage that was found in the game. Do you remember the command that led to that from the mermaid? Oh God, poor Javoon or Javoon, whatever, however you pronounce her name. Good Lord. Um, and you get partial credit if you get anything along the Cascades. I, I think I'm going to end up getting a whole lot of nothing on these. <laughs> um, was like, was sit down one of the, one of the, one of the. I think the, take a seat was the one he spent the, all the first night looking for Yeah, uh, in the middle. Take a seat was like I remember that. Take a seat was the uh, was just the one that was painful uh, for the audience, but uh, so very fruitful in the comedy that it provided. Uh, him looking for that, so I don't remember what started it though. Um, I don't remember what the first one was. I have pulled up the last command. That also probably would have been a fun contest. Um, though, and the last one was "You're my best friend, Javoon." Went pulled up one of two responses the good pearl and the bad pearl here's your here's a black pearl for you shitters here's a here's another one for you barker <laughs> enjoy <laughs> yeah uh it, it's sort of the first beware advantage before that was ever seen yeah exactly. uh, the first command on the cascade was i think so in response to is there a mermaid in the lake um yeah. so uh let's go to mojo desert yeah um, there were uh, three idols found and two or and one extra vote. Uh, do you remember the uh, cascades that led to those? I'm sure you remember some of it. Yeah, for the um, of course for uh, one of them was "Are you bored yet?" Uh, that was the cascade that I started on um, when I was with uh, on Gobi with uh, Nux and uh, Lurker. Um, and then there was also um, hot inside, hot, hot outside. I don't think anybody ever found that one. The cascade that's the cascade that you found the end of, I believe, was um, 
today's hottest music or something like that. No, it wasn't that. It was it was something else. But it was also one of the uh, static. I don't remember if that was the same cascade because I never found it. But yeah, you didn't. You never found. I don't think you ever found the. You never found the start of a cascade. You just at one point triggered one of them, but had no idea. Yeah. Well, I, I did, and then I did find the start of a different cascade that I'd never finished. Golden crocodiles, right? Yes, and the final command in that one was two six five seven one, which was the number corresponding to the picture of the reversed words. Uh, um, and I, and, and I so did, there were also two idols found. Right, two and other uh, idols. let's see the um, let's see cats. Cat got the golden crocodiles idol, of course, and then the uh, the other one was um, ended with uh, Ra. Not ended, but uh, basically Ra is the one who bore him, let you into the crypt to. Uh, mm-hmm. And then there was like two commands to get the actual idol in the crypt, and then uh, it was search was the final one in that uh, once you open the crypt. Yeah. So, um, yeah, the, so yes, yeah. do you remember the last idol? Uh, on tabletop mountain the that the, was uh, that was the crab insignia yeah and that the, led uh, to uh, thick branches was thick branches. the last command you were all over the place with that because you got you were in the middle of one cascade when you got distracted by a response that took you to the second cascade you were i think you had started working on the sahara cascade and you ended up getting I had no yeah. idea what was a cascade and what was. Yeah, you were because that was that was also the first season really that had a bunch of commands that didn't lead anywhere. Yeah. So, um, were, on blacktop or tabletop, you were working on you were worked on two different cascades, um, and you, and you kind of just you weaved in and out, and you ended up with one. Um, and I think I don't know you had like what three minutes left. I mean, you might have been able to get down the other one, but uh, that was funny. So I uh, will go over to high seas. Um, there was one idol found. Do you remember the command that led to that? This is a, this one's tricky. That was like uh, it had something to do with the um, climbing the uh, the masthead, I believe. Uh, and then I think that was the other advantage, or that was or was it the prison cell, prison ceiling, or something um, like that? Well, so it was the secret compartment with the command, and and you were looking with the captain's log in Polly's cage yeah, and like cage parrot cage bot and, and it was found at the bottom of the parrot cage yep um all right so these are getting tricky uh we're going to chattern um there were two idols found one was by shahed which ended with a string of numbers uh from a puzzle i believe i don't remember exactly but do you remember the name of the volcano where the idol was found victorious yes mount victorious um and lola lola then found um another idol uh do you remember that command and do you or do you remember the command that led to that led up to it uh the, i remember the first command was um at first i was afraid i believe um oh i think that was part of it i think that's what started it because I, it might have been there was there was something um, in a bunch of the little lead up prompts that made me think of um, I will survive, um, and I said something in the lounge about uh, I, I feel like I said I think somebody needs to bone up on some Gloria Gaynor lyrics, 
Um, and then uh, Lola, within the next day or so, uh, started that cascade with, uh, at first I was afraid. Um, and that was, that was, I think that may have been my favorite um, command hunt in, in the history of Alliance, just because of the cat and mouse game that Lola had to play with, play with uh, AP during, uh, during that one. And it was long. It went on for a while. She had to go back and forth between sub channels and jump here and there. She was really working that one. That was that, that, that and the uh, Ozymandias uh, uh, hunt were probably my two favorite in the, in the whole history of, the, of Alliance. Uh, well, so the part that I thought you might remember more was the backwards forest or the Seraph. Oh God, Tursi and then off. the last command was petrified tarantula for the petrified idol. Tarantula, and um, but that was but both both tribes got the same map, right? Yeah. Um, I don't remember. Uh, and it, yeah, exactly because Ingi, Ingi, I think got that one. Strangely enough, go figure. Uh, Ingi got the petrified tarantula on one group, and I think. Uh, oh, and he found another idol also. Yeah. Um. All right, so we're getting into. Uh, so the, um, into summit, uh, DC found an advantage before the merge. Do you remember either the command that um, led to the idol or what? Or the not the idol, but uh, I think it was a half idol. Um, half. The the last command or the one before it. Pour water over, pour hot water over tree stump, or something like that. Uh, it's something like that. Yeah. It was pour water over tree stump. Yeah, pour water over tree stump. They and that was another one that they worked on for a very, very long time, um, and nobody could get just the right combinations of the word. They were just dancing all around it. Um, and I think uh, even the viewers' lounge was getting a little frustrated with that one. But uh, but yeah, I mean it's a. Uh, that and then he had and then, then there was a couple more after that where you chipped away at the ice, um, and then you 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 saw an insignia which gave me flashbacks, and then um, and then shortly after that you got the uh, the half idol. Uh, yeah, and the last one was clear away more ice. Um, away. But yeah, it was the the tree stump and trying to figure out which adjectives you need or what the sequence of word it is. I think DC said he was, had a spreadsheet with like three hundred different combinations to go through. I mean, why not? I mean, if you got if you got time to kill, you know, just keep giving it a shot. It gets frustrating. Shit, doesn't get frustrating, but um, but uh, you know, it, it it often pays rewards. Yeah. Um. All right. So last one. Um. And back going all the way back to Discordia uh, in the jungle. Um. Katniss or Deafness found an idol. Do you remember the command for that? It was, wasn't it the first letter of the sentence of like all the previous command responses or something like that? It was. Do you remember? <laughs> this is why this is the last one. Do you remember the command? You did not. No. God, no. <laughs> but yeah, I, I it was the Hallelujah song. Right. And it was, yeah. And it was the first, uh, it was the first letter of all the, of all the, Yeah. And, and I remember, I think I was following with him actually live as he was looking for that one. And 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 when I saw the last command, I was just like, "Man, fuck that!" Who's keeping track? I remember, and it says the first letter from each line. And you know, no, he was the only one who went 
back far enough to find the command I W B W T J W T A Y B J B Y Y T I I J T Y B T T P M B T I T T. And he got an idol. And you know, and, long and, day by one round, I think. And the kicker on that is that, like, I don't know if he was, I don't know if he was copy pasting everything, but if I recall correctly, I mean, like, as a viewer, I was able to just go back and look at the history of the channels that he'd been in. He had to go back and like basically recreate, I think, that whole cascade just so he could get it in order. Um, so kudos, kudos for that. Um, all right. Well, uh, I think that. But just about is it. Anything else uh, we have to go through? Thanks for thanks for playing along with that. Oh no, no problem. <laughs> I, that was fun. You know, I love I love idols um, and commands and stuff. Uh, no, I think um, the game is at a crossroads. The players can take a uh, a certain uh, one path leads to violence. One path leads to kind of a reset for a lot of players, and um, and I think uh, I think this is one of those points where you need a a hard reboot on the game and everybody kind of start fresh and, and reevaluate their, uh, their standing. And I, I do hope um, with all due respect to, uh, to Jordan as uh, as a player and, you know, and just maybe someone who will be a part of the community once it's all said and done, I do hope that they choose to uh, go ahead and help her out of the game so that uh, we can get this nice little reboot. <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, I think it could change the tone of things if it is Jordan who goes and, uh get sort of that'll be interesting you have four mirth four euphorias and it'll be those divine lines to see where things go um yeah. until then uh we'll be back soon thank you so much hirsch uh for being on here always a pleasure sir and thanks again everyone for listening we'll be back with hopefully a bit more of a pleasant tone next time uh but we'll talk to you soon peace